The day is over, but the night has just begun. This is WTMJ Nights, live from the Annex Wealth Management Studios at the Avenue. Here's your host, Brian Noonan. Well, happy Thursday. Welcome uh, to what weather-focused show here on WTMJ Nights. Uh, flash flood warning just issued for uh, Racine County until I think why it's at nine o'clock. So we are going to be monitoring everything that's going on. Of course, um, there is still what do we got? A few more minutes for the severe thunderstorm warning. So a lot going on this evening, as has been as has been the custom throughout the summer. But. While we are, uh, Wyatt and everybody in the newsroom is keeping an eye on that. And I know we're getting some texts in from people um, about the different things that are going on. So we will, uh, don't worry, we will keep you posted throughout the night as we always do. That's, that's one of the things that uh, I've always believed that this medium is the best at. It's the immediacy of keeping you informed, not patting ourselves on the back. But I know... I know for me, anytime there's severe weather, I go to the radio because that's uh, that's where things are happening. But until then, 855-616-1620, you know that's the old National Bank talking text line. If you want to uh, send in something that's going on where you are weather-wise, that's great. We'd love to hear that, and we'll pass that along. But uh, if you want to call in, you'll be talking to Isaac tonight. Isaac is, uh, Isaac is in, executive producing the big broadcast, so if you're nice to him, you get to me. And... If you want to start with the text question of the night, that would be fun. Now, the last few nights, obviously, we have been uh, doing a lot of uh, political text questions of the night. Why? I don't know. There was a debate or something in town last night. So uh, we've been doing that. We're going 180 degrees the opposite direction because today is National Waffle Day. That's right. It's National Waffle Day. So what is your favorite breakfast item? Is it a waffle, pancakes, French toast, or do you go something savory? That is the text question of the day. Uh, 855-616-1620. Isaac, if uh, you were given the choice, where do you go? Waffles, pancakes, something savory for breakfast? What's your What's your deal? I am a savory man through and through. Uh, honestly, give me a breakfast burrito or a quiche, and I am so happy. Wow, a quiche. I don't know if I've ever had a quiche. You're missing out, my man. I know. I like well. I've had like um, egg bake that my wife makes. That's kind of like a quiche, except it's not in a shell. Um, I like a savory followed by a sweet. So I, if I, a lot of the one place we like to go for breakfast when we do do go out every once in a while on a Sunday for breakfast, uh, I get like a skillet or something or uh, eggs and sausage. But then it always comes with that side of pancakes, and I love the little. The little side of pancakes to cleanse the palate at the end of the uh, at the end of the meal, so I don't leave with the salty taste in my mouth, the savory which I enjoy, but I like leaving with a little sweetness on my palate, because you know why not? I haven't had a waffle in a long time just because I can't I can't make waffles at home. I don't have a waffle iron. Plus, uh, the, when I did have a waffle iron, waffles are just kind of a kind of a hassle. I think pancakes. I'm I'm good at making pancakes, so I enjoy a pancake. Not a French toast guy, really. Uh, other than that, Jeff says my favorite breakfast item is the Denver omelet from Maxfields in Fox Point. Very specific. I enjoy it. Thank you, Jeff. Um, very very nice. 
So there's your text question of the night. It's National Waffle Day. Um, I'm trying to remember the last time I had a waffle, and I re- I boy, I can't remember. I don't think I've had a waffle in a long time. I nice pecan waffle. In in my 25 years of wisdom, I've begun using waffles as buns for sandwiches, like frozen waffles. It's perfect. Really? What, what kind of sandwich? You're like a you're like a mad scientist, Isaac. What kind of sandwiches are you putting on there? Pastrami? What are you using uh, as a, as a filler? Usually, I'm doing like a spicy chicken sandwich with waffles. Yeah, put chicken and waffle though. Chicken and waffle makes sense. Exactly. Maybe that's the last time I had a waffle. I think at Easter brunch, um, I went with my family. Everybody was like, "Oh, we got to we're going for brunch." And one of my brothers is a member of a fancy schmancy country club. So we went there, and it was very, it was lovely. Not my scene normally, but uh, very nice. And they did have, they had like uh, chicken strips and waffles next to each other. And I know that, so that is the last time I had a waffle was on Easter. With uh, little, see, that's a savory, sweet and savory mix, though, because I had the the chicken with it, but then I had some syrup on it. Who knows? I'm a little uh, discombobulated because of the heat today. Uh, it's again. It's something that we are used to. We shouldn't complain about it too much, but it is. it does have an effect on people. If you've been feeling off the last couple days, don't panic. You're not alone, and I will tell you why. There is science to back that up. So we'll talk about the heat and what's going on, and we'll keep our eyes on the weather and keep you updated if anything else changes or if any new alerts come out. So keep it right here, WTMJ Nights. You're listening to WTMJ Nights. All right, thanks, Jessica. We will keep an eye on that. Again, a flash flood warning issued for Racine County until 9 p.m. and a severe thunderstorm warning until 7.15 for Kenosha and Racine County. Uh, If anything changes or if there's any updates, of course, we will get them to you right away. So uh, keep things here. Uh, We're talking about, well, we mentioned... We mentioned uh, that today is National Waffle Day. That's our text question of the night, 855-616-1620, the old National Bank talking text line. Old National Bank, get old. Uh, It is National Waffle Day, so what is your favorite breakfast item? Is it a waffle, pancakes, French toast, something savory? What could it be? A couple people jumping in from the 414. I love chicken and waffles with jalapeno honey. Biscuits and gravy or toast with over-easy eggs and bacon. And the 262 favorite breakfast item, avocado toast. All of those sound delicious. And then the 414 uh, said the Greeks invented the waffle a long time ago. I hadn't heard that. I looked it up. That is true. Uh, According to Time Magazine, like many of Western civilization's finest achievements, the long and delicious history of waffles can be traced to ancient Greece, where Athenians cooked flat cakes called Obelios between two metal plates. The word waffle is related to wafer, as in the communion wafers that were a staple of early Christian fasts. So there you go. Thank you, 414, for uh, that tip in. And little education. Isaac, did you know that, that the Greeks invented waffles? I did not, but it, it doesn't surprise me. <laughs> I didn't either. Now uh, I figure we have, uh, we have now educated folks for the evening. The rest of the night could just be stupidity because we've already given out our fun fact. Uh, but I did mention this heat This heat has been crazy. I uh, I don't think I'm alone when I say there's a point where 
it's too hot. And yesterday and today, it's been too hot. If you're feeling out of sorts, do not feel alone, because that is normal. According to science, in fact, decades of science, has shown that higher than comfortable temperatures lead to, lead to poorer work performance and poorer mental health. That's right. Uh, scientists say that we should consider the wide-ranging implications of higher temperatures. It's been leaked. High temps, like the last couple days, have been linked to lower motivation, higher suicide rates, higher ER visits for mental health reasons, and poorer test scores. And it is still unclear, according to science, how high temps exacerbate brain diseases. A uh, researcher of climate effects at Rutgers says it's very alarming to think of the implications of a higher average temperature. He led a study of students at uh, Rutgers during a 2016 heat wave in Boston. And it was based on kids who were in air-conditioned dorm rooms and kids who were in non-air-conditioned dorm rooms. Last night we talked about how uh, you know Milwaukee Public Schools canceled school yesterday and today because so many of the buildings do not have air conditioning. Uh, so this, and I was saying, how can you learn in that sort of heat? I remember, and I'm sure you remember too, trying to be in really hot classrooms and all you want to do is fall asleep. Well, it appears that that's very, very normal. Um, so during this study, they, the kids were in, like I said, air-conditioned and non-air-conditioned dorm rooms. They performed tests on their phone that measured reaction time. Simple addition and subtraction. They were given uh, names of colors that were written in opposite colors. Um, and they had to answer with the color of the word, not the word itself. The kids who were in the air-conditioned room, which was about uh, 80 degrees. Oh, that was the without air conditioning. I was going to say 80 degrees for air conditioning. Blah. Um, 80 degrees. The air-conditioned air rooms were set at 71 degrees. The students without air conditioning, their cognitive performance was 10% lower than that of the students in the air conditioning. Um, showed that excessive heat not only affects just the elderly or the very young, but uh, young people who you would think could be immune to this. We've had studies going as far back as 1976 that have linked lower work performance with uncomfortably high temperatures. That's going to be our excuse tonight, Isaac. It's just so hot. We're, uh, you know, we're trying our best, but it's so hot, even though we're, you know, both in air conditioning. According to science, the ideal indoor working temperature is 72 degrees. Some workers still feel comfortable, comfortable between 75 and 82 degrees. Not this one. I like it a nice 72. Fantastic. Little chilly. I used to like it much colder, but now that I've gotten a little older, 72 is about it. Um, if the air temperature is between 75 and 82, mental performance of workers in these studies declined between 6 and 10%. So they're also saying that high heat not only affects cognitive abilities for work and school, it affects people's mental health where um, could result in between 9,000 and 40,000 additional suicides in Mexico and the U.S. by 2050 because of higher nor than normal temperatures. It also um, brings out more violence. We know that during the summer, crime goes up, violent crime, because people are just agitated. 
So what are we supposed to do? You know, in a, in a couple months, we're going to be going, oh, the cold, it's so cold. What can we do? And now it's so hot. What you, I, I don't know what to do. I know we got to get, uh, like I said last night, we need air conditioning in schools. But um, I guess we just ride it out. But just know, the point is, like, I know working around the house today, I was not very motivated because it was, like, doing stuff inside was fine. When I had to do some things outside the house today, ugh, I wanted to be done fast. So cut yourself a little break. Take a few minutes. Try to cool off. Uh, it's going to get cooler now over the weekend and stuff, but um, you are not... You are not alone. You are not uh, strange. You are doing and reacting exactly how most of us react in this high heat. All right, a few more uh, breakfast items coming in. Another 414, banana foster French toast. Oh, fancy, fancy, fancy. Uh, Peter says, I'm coincidentally in the process right now of making egg patties that I combine with sausage patties and English muffins, kind of like a home egg, egg muffin. That is, I, I do that. I'll microwave an egg, um, scrambled egg, put some sausage on a, yeah, good. Best breakfast is chicken fried steak and eggs over with hash brown at, at Denny's. That's from Danny. Yeah, I do like, uh, and I, I can't talk about food too much longer. I'm going to get really hungry, and we're here till we're here till at least 8. Isaac, you're there till about uh, 7 in the morning, right? You're going to be, you're here all night. Yeah, something like that. All right, yeah, it's a long, long, long night. Let's take a quick break, then we'll be back. And there's more. It's WTMJ Nights. Now, more of WTMJ Nights. 855-616-1620, the old National Bank Talk and Text Line. I'm Brian Noonan. It is WTMJ Nights. Busy, busy night. We are, of course, keeping our eye on the weather. A flash flood warning in effect until 9 o'clock for Racine County, and a severe thunderstorm warning is in effect until 7.15 for Kenosha and Racine County. But we are also watching uh, former President Trump has landed in Atlanta. His motorcade is on the way to the Fulton County Jail. We will be uh, we'll be monitoring that situation too. If there are any statements or anything, we will go uh, we will go live to that and keep you abreast. Man, we got a lot going on tonight, and thankfully Isaac and I did not succumb to um, National Sick Out Day. Today is which is going to surprise you. Today is a the biggest sick out day than any other day, including the day after the Super Bowl. Yes, 26% of Americans between 18 and 65 did not take a single sick day in 2022. However, more people call off on August 24th than at any other time of the year. Like I said, including Super Bowl Sunday. Uh, stomach bugs are the biggest culprit for that. Um COVID is second with 25%, anxiety and stress 9%, and muscular skeleton injuries or broken bones at 6%. Now, there's no doctors, medical experts don't know why August 24th is the biggest day for people calling out sick, but it is. There's no holidays around now. It, it's just falls on different days of the week, you know? So who knows? But we are here, and uh, thank goodness. I'm. Um, it's. It's amazing that you know they've got all the streets obviously from the airport to uh, Fulton County Jail, 
shut down so that the former president's motorcade can get through. Um, and that is common for all former presidents, no matter if they're going to, you know, something fun or if they're going to their fourth, uh, going to turn themselves in for their fourth indictment. Um, but they've got, they've got cameras inside one of the, uh, one of the SUVs looking out the windshield. It's pretty boring. Now this is, this is almost, it's always reminiscent of the OJ car chase. And I know Isaac, you're probably too young to remember the OJ car chase in the white Bronco, but we've got all these, all these news people sitting around watching videos of a car going by. So that's what we'll do. But we will, uh, again, we will keep you up to date right now, though, we must go to the WTMJ breaking news center because that's where Jessica Gatso is ready to roll back to WTMJ nights. Ryan Noonan, WTMJ Knights, 855-616-1620, the Old National Bank. Talk and text line, Old National Bank, get old. All right, pet owners, here is a quandary that has uh, popped up on Reddit that uh, I I agree with the person in this story. I don't know why people get so upset about this, but if you're out on a walk and your dog does their business and you pick it up, which you are supposed to do and you better do. If not, you are a horrible human being if you just leave your dog's waste there. But is it acceptable to take that bag and toss it in the nearest garbage can? My answer overall is yes. Now, the answer changes if you have to walk into somebody's yard. But if... Uh, like at my house, the garbage cans are in the alley. They're provided by the city. Fair game. I'm going to throw it in the garbage can. I'm not carrying it around because my dogs tend to uh, tend to do that stuff pretty early in the walk. So then I'm going to I'm not going to carry it for another half hour. I'm going to put it in the garbage can in the alley. If I had to walk into somebody's backyard or up their driveway to the side of the house, I would say no. Now, the reason the reason I bring this up is, like I said, there was a story, and uh, this made a big buzz on Reddit. Uh, a woman said she was in Florida. She was out with her husband. They were walking their dog. They were visiting a friend on the east coast of Florida. And um, it's a nice little neighborhood, nothing fancy. Uh, quote, we walked the dog, and naturally the dog pooped. Uh, my wife had a bag and picked up the poop. We walked on about four or five houses down. There was a large standard community-issued garbage can at the edge of the road. Lid was half up. It was quite full and ready for pickup. My wife deposited the tied, closed bag of poop into the can. The guy next door to the house that had the garbage can out starts, uh, first of all, it's none of his business, but he gets all worked up. And he comes running over and yelling at the woman, you're disgusting, you can't do that. Why would you put your dog's waste uh, in somebody else's can? The wife said it's a garbage can. Uh, people put nasty things in garbage cans. That was, that's what they're for. He screamed and yelled and harassed her until she actually took the bag back out of the garbage can and carried it away. All right. Is it wrong to put your dog's tied-up bag of poop in another person's garbage can? Absolutely not. Um, I am not, you know, I, like I said, I'm not carrying this around. 
Explain to me the difference between if I had a bag from McDonald's, well, what, what am I going to do? I'm going to carry it around? No, I can put it in the garbage can. You're going to have a you're going to have a hissy fit about that. The you know I know we pay you know we pay the city to pick up our garbage. Uh, all the places we've ever lived, you pay to have your garbage picked up. But everybody's paying to have their garbage picked up. If somebody's walking down our alley and uses my can to throw their, you know, I better be in a bag and tied up. I don't care. It's garbage. Once I put stuff in the can, I don't think about it. I'm not like, that's my precious garbage. Don't add anything. Don't add your garbage to my precious garbage. That's ridiculous. Now, according to Peter, he says most communities say that the right thing to do is carry the poop to a place where it can be flushed into the sewage system. Peter, I have never heard that, and there is not a chance I'm bringing my dog's poop home and flushing it down my toilet. I am uh, I'm picking it up. I w- always pick it up. That, that goes without saying. They always pick it up as a, as a non-starter. But putting it in a can, what's the, what's the difference? Taylor says, I did this Facebook poll a few years back, and the only person who said it was wrong was because garbage cans are at the end of the street, only on garbage day. So if the garbage is full and you put it on top, it's fine. But if the garbage is empty, then the dog poop sits there for another week and may begin to smell. Uh, I understand that, Taylor, but um, I challenge anyone to go out to their garbage can today and see if it doesn't smell whether there's a bag of dog poop in it or not. You can't, you, I don't think there, there's no convincing me. Again, if, if you keep your garbage cans, I, at my, uh, at my old house, my garbage cans, or one of my old, both of my old houses, uh, garbage cans were back kind of behind a gate on the side of my house where you couldn't see them. Couldn't see him from the street. So if somebody comes over my fence, no, you can't do that. But if my garbage cans are out, and especially in the alley, come on. The garbage is getting picked up. You got to do this. Uh, Carol says, I don't think it's wrong, but I never, uh, but I would not like it in my garbage. I would not have a fit over it. I don't, uh, people. I guess I'm flabbergasted that people worry about what's in their garbage cans. Isaac, do you think about what you throw away once you throw it away? I don't, but I'm not exactly excited when there's a bag of dog poop in my trash. Why? I I don't know. It just doesn't seem right to me. <laughs> I don't know. Would it be better to just leave it on your grass? No, no. If Of course I, not. I, it, it's a weird thing. It, I, I understand that it's better to have it in the trash can, but I... Uh, what, do, do it in someone else's trash. I don't want it in my trash. All right. Wow. Uh, from the 262... What happened to dogs doing their duty in the owner's backyard? I do not want any dog peeing or pooping on my property. My grandchildren play on my grass. Well, 90% of the time, probably more than that, my dogs do do their business in my backyard. If you're on a walk, you can't always, you you know, you can't always control where your dog's going to go. If a dog poops on the grass, you pick it up. That's That's the way it goes. If a dog urinates on your grass, it's going to dry. 
I don't know. Uh, another 262, yes, it's wrong to put your dog poop in somebody's garbage. If they don't own a dog, they don't want their garbage can smelling like uh, dog poop. Uh, when you open the lid, it's overwhelming. Be a responsible dog owner and put it in your own. I think being a responsible dog owner is cleaning up after your dog. Um, from a different 262, saying I'm wrong. If it's not your garbage, you have no right to throw additional garbage into that container. Dispose of it at home in your own garbage cans or a receptacle that is identified for dog or animal waste specifically. Where are those? Nobody's... I hope you don't think people are just picking it up and throwing unbagged poop into people's garbage cans. Uh, Taylor says it basically saying you just pooped on me. No, that is... Oh, boy. From the 262, uh, another one, when people put their garbage receptacles out on the road, then uh, no longer on the contents. That's why police can pick people's garbage and search for evidence. If a person is just adding the contents of a small bag to a full garbage receptacle, it shouldn't be an issue. I can't see the problem uh, was if the receptacle is empty, people shouldn't be doing that. Wow. Because uh, I don't have a dog, I keep my garbage can in my garage. I don't want my garbage can to stink like poop in my garage. Um, yeah, of course. Well, nobody's going to come into your garage. But if your garbage can is out on garbage day, how do you differentiate the smells? You know, if your garbage can, like, say today's garbage day to this texter from the 262. who keeps And that's, you know, I, I get it. I know people keep their garbage cans in their garage. But if you put it out with the garbage and somebody throws something on top, I, I don't know. This is, uh, this is new to me, the outrage about the garbage. Um, Taylor says, when you look in your garbage, can you see a bag of poop and you don't own a dog? It's an invasion of your personal space. Wow, you guys take your garbage very, very seriously. It's garbage. Oh, oh my goodness. All right, let's take a break. More uh, more texts coming in. If you want to jump in on this, uh, go ahead. Feel free. I'd love to. I'm obviously in the minority here um, about not caring if, you know, my garbage cans are in the alley. Everybody in my neighborhood, the garbage cans are in the alley. The city picks it up. Um, we pick it up. We throw it away. It's a garbage can. What's the difference between a bag, a, a tied-up bag of dog poop, which, come on, it's one it's one dog thing. It's not like I've cleaned the entire yard for a week and then dropped a 10-pound bag into your can. It's, without being, without being gross, it's one, one movement in a bag. What's the difference between that and some other sort of garbage? And why are, why are we so... So connected and so worried about what's in our garbage cans. 855-616-1620, the old National Bank talking text line. Oh, my goodness. I, I literally have stepped in it, haven't I, on WTMJ Nights. Don't go anywhere. More WTMJ Nights coming up. This is WTMJ Nights. Well, I've gotten people riled up tonight. Uh, before we get back to before we get back to this sticky situation, the former president has 
been placed under arrest and booked by Georgia authorities. He has surrendered at the Fulton County Jail, uh, turned himself in on 13 charges related to efforts to overturn the uh, 2020 election and his, uh, his loss in Georgia. So um, he is in downtown Atlanta, Fulton County Jail. Uh, Mark Meadows, his former chief of staff, turned himself in earlier. His, uh, his mugshot is already out. There is going to be, a, uh, in this case, fingerprints and a mugshot of the former president, unlike in the other indictments. Uh, we were talking about this uproar uh, and a debate that raged on Reddit and is raging here tonight, uh, where I seem to be in the minority on this issue. If it's okay to take a bag of your dog's poop when you're out on a walk and put it in a garbage can. That's not your garbage can. Um, it's actually, you know, somebody else's garbage can and not up in their yard, not in their garage. You're not walking on to their, their property. If it's out on the curb or in my case, if it's in an alley, uh, let's see. Uh, you're wrong. There's no, uh, it's not your garbage. You have no, well, it is my garbage. It's not my garbage can. Uh, you have no right to throw additional garbage into that container. Uh, dispose of it at home in your own garbage cans. Uh, let's, uh, let's see. Da, da, da. I, Jeff says, I, I think it would be fine. I'd be fine with it if one, the bag doesn't break or leak Two, And again, I'm not talking about you've, you've, collected a week's worth of problems from your dog. This is a, you know, one movement on the, uh, on the streets. Uh, <laughs> the garbage can is on the street. Three, the garbage has not been collected. Four, Oscar the Grouch isn't in there. That's, that's true. You don't want to throw that on Oscar. Uh, another 414, if the garbage can is at the end of your driveway, it's on city property, and your property, normally the city owns about eight feet from the edge of the road. Different 414, Finally, somebody agreeing with me. Thank you. You're 100% right on this issue. Um, Tony from Fond du Lac, I would much rather you uh, understand than leave it in my front yard like so many people in my neighborhood do. That's how I feel about my can. Um, it's in the alley. If somebody's walking their dog and it goes and they throw it in there, I'd much rather that than step on it in the front yard. You know, my backyard is is fenced on an alley. Nobody gets in there except my dogs, and that's where they do the majority of their work. Uh, but I have come out in front and had it on the grass. I would much rather have that bag in my uh, in my thing. 414, totally disagree. I would never put my dog's poop in someone else's garbage. It comes home with us to be placed in ours. Our neighbors do the same. As a former owner of a six foot six on his hind legs, 185-pound Great Dame, you don't want that five-pound bag sitting in your garbage for a week. It's going to sit in somebody's garbage. Um, see, this is what this this text. It, it's so uh, self-righteous. It's your dog. Why don't you just be responsible and take it home and dispose of it? The responsibility is picking up after your dog. A garbage can is a garbage can. Let's get off our high horses. It's uh, it's a garbage can. It's for refuse. Now, if I was bringing construction waste over to your house, lots of lumber and drywall and everything else, yes, of course, I can see you getting upset. But a tiny little bag in your garbage can? Uh, Boo-hoo. This is, it's getting ridiculous. Um, you're so wrong about this. Uh, it's called manners. Yes, 
It is, it is called manners. I've cleaned up after my dog. I don't know. I don't know what you guys are doing out there taking such interest in what's in your garbage cans, but uh, God bless you. All right, we got to take a quick break, then there's more. It's WTMJ Night. WTMJ, W277-CV, and WKTI-HD2 Milwaukee. From the Annex Wealth Management Studios, this is News Radio WTMJ, a good karma brand station. All right, well, wow, that got uh, very heated. People threatening to uh, make you make me wear the dog poop home if they ever saw me putting it in their garbage can. Glad to see everybody's got their priorities in line. And uh, the, the, the garbage can, who knew? I guess maybe I'm the only one. I didn't realize garbage cans were such a sacred place. Uh, but uh, now, as Jeff said, you're going to keep this segment in mind every time you take your dogs for a walk. Yes, I will. Yes, I will. Does that mean I'll change my behavior? No, I'll still pick up after my dogs, but who knows where where it will end up? Maybe I'll just leave it in bags on the grass. That's nobody. Nobody said they've gotten mad if dogs poop on their grass. One texter did. So um, yeah, we'll see what happens. All right, we're changing it up after the news. Uh, I want to talk to you about the dumbest injury you've incur or you know had. Where after you injured yourself, you went, I, I knew I really shouldn't have been doing that. Now, we had one incident yesterday with one of the candidates on the debate. Another story came out today about somebody who just went, boy, I was really too old for that. So have you had an injury where you just went, I was really too old for that? We'll get to all of that and more after the news, which comes your way right after this. It's WTMJ. The day is over, but the night has just begun. This is WTMJ Nights, live from the Annex Wealth Management Studios at the Avenue. Here's your host, Brian Noonan. Welcome to Hour 2 of the Big Broadcast. Glad you are here. 855-616-1620 is the Old National Bank Talk and Text Line. Old National Bank, get old. We are uh, keeping an eye on everything that is going on tonight. Uh, Severe thunderstorm watch or warning rather, severe thunderstorm warning, extended for another about 10 minutes for Kenosha, Racine, Jefferson, and Walworth County. A flash flood warning in effect until 9 o'clock for Racine County. So that's the weather. We'll keep an eye on that. The uh, As you heard Jessica report, uh, former President Trump went to Fulton County Jail. He wasn't in there very long, went in, uh, turned himself in on those 13 charges related to efforts to overturn his 2020 election loss in Georgia. A mugshot was taken. It has not been released yet. It's probably going to take a little while to get it released. But he is already on his way back to the airport. So it doesn't take, uh, doesn't take long. They knew, he was, uh, they knew when he was coming. Uh, it appears that he got out quickly um, through a door that was not... I didn't see any spectators or anything. However, they got him into and out of Fulton County Jail he came in not undetected because obviously there's the Secret Service motorcade with the president, former president rather, and um, but he's on his way back, so be expecting to see his uh, his mugshot at some point later tonight. Last night we were all talking about the debate that was here in Milwaukee. We were covering it here on uh, WTMJ, and uh, a lot of talk during the day was North Dakota Governor. Doug Burgum, who had gone out that morning and was playing basketball, much to his chagrin, he's uh, he popped his Achilles. 
So he was debating basically on one leg last night, and he said he was going to quote-unquote cowboy up and uh, go on with the debate, and he did. You know, didn't say much, wasn't uh, wasn't covered too much, but he's kind of an outlier in the in the campaign. That's that's not really why I bring that up. I bring that up because here's a 67-year-old man who hurt himself playing basketball. Today, a story comes out, the comedian Kevin Hart has ended up in a wheelchair after being what he describes as the dumbest man alive because he was trying to do, quote-unquote, young stuff. He posted a video on his Instagram account today that he's got, he says, I got to be the dumbest man alive. So he has is friends with uh, former NFL player Stephen Ridley. He challenged him to a 40-yard dash, and he ended up hurting himself. Not just hurting himself, but it sounds like really hurting himself. He said, ladies and gentlemen, the age of 40 is real. All my men, women out there, 40 years old and above, it's not a game. Respect the age. Uh, he's in a wheelchair. He tore his lower abdomen. Wow. How do you tear your lower abdomen running? I, I don't know. I obviously don't run. Uh, his abductors are torn. He says, I don't know what that is, but I tore them. I tore those two. I can't walk. So he's 44 and uh, hurt himself. So my question to you is, have you ever hurt yourself because you tried to do something that in, in your youth, you could do that all the time, but... At, at an advanced age, and it could be any age. Like you may have been really good at something when you were sixteen, and then when you're thirty, all of a sudden you try it again. And uh, you know, I used to be able to throw ninety miles an hour, and then one day you're messing around with your friends. You go, I could still throw that. All of a sudden, boom! There goes your uh, there goes your shoulder, rotator cuff completely torn. And you're like, oh, but I used to be able to do that. And it's not it's not dumb because we all we all have done it. We've all hurt ourselves because we're trying to hang on to uh, hang on to our youth and still be uh, vital. But what was what was your injury? Eight five five six one six one six twenty. The old National Bank talk and text line. I think you know. I've seen Kevin Hart. He's he looks like he's in pretty good shape, but uh, I'm not going to challenge you know a former NFL player to a forty yard dash. No matter no matter how good a shape you're in, you're not in NFL player player shape, and most of these NFL players stay in really good shape after they not most of them, a lot of them stay in really good shape. Uh, Isaac, do you try to uh, do you try to play an instrument as fast as you did when you were 19 and blow out a finger? Anything like that? Uh, any injury like that ever happened to you? So my thing is that um, you know my band. As, as listeners know, I'm in a band. We talk about it, you know. Um, but before, prior to COVID-19 taking over the world, we would very frequently tour during, you know, school breaks and stuff. And we tend to get a little bit rowdy. I would be kind of shouting and screaming at all of these shows, and I would be totally fine the next day. And I would do that for two weeks, never stopping doing that. And now... You know, five years later, we'll play one show, and then I can't talk the next day at all. <laughs> yeah, I get it. I get it. You're, it's, you know, 
everybody wants to fight the aging process to a certain extent. You know, you, you can accept, okay, I'm getting older, but then there's that, there's that thing. You're like, oh man, I, I used to be able to do, do that all the time. Whether it's, you know, for some people it's, oh, I used to be able to go out on Saturday night and crush six beers and get up and go to, you know, go to church the next morning, or I'd go out on Thursday night and I'd have a wild time and then I'd go to work on Friday, no problem. And now, you know, two beers, you were asleep at nine o'clock and the next day you're feeling like, uh, bully, I'm not, <laughs> this is not, this is not working well for me. I like in that, in that sense, like if I have two beers at night sitting at home, I fall right asleep. <laughs> so I, I'm like, boy, I, that was not the, that was not the way it is. A friend of mine is a walker. She is, she started walking and she's walked every day for over two years. And she's an endurance, kind of an endurance walker. And the other day I was talking to her, she's like, oh, my back is killing me because over these two years, uh, I probably should have stretched because now she's 47, I think. And uh, she's like, oh, yeah, my body's just not holding up like it used to. Uh, from the 262, I used to be able to climb on roofs. Um, used to be able to climb on roofs until I fell off at the age of 45. Ooh, fractured ribs and pelvis. Now I'm walking slower. Oh, that sounds awful. I'm guessing it was a roofing job, <laughs> not just wandering down the street and climbing up on roofs. Maybe that's where he put the dog poop bags. Don't get me. Don't get people started. Isaac, why are you getting people started like that? Why are you bringing that up? I'm an instigator. Oh, you are. You're stirring things up. You're stirring the pot. Taylor says, a couple years ago, I tried kicking off my uh, boxers and catching them like I used to. Uh, this time I pulled a hammy and couldn't walk correctly for three weeks. There's nothing worse than hurting yourself doing nothing. One time I was getting into my car and I had my hand on the headrest. And as I swung into my car, somehow my pinky caught and I broke my, my hand, the pinky bone, but way down in the palm of my hand. And people are like, how'd you do that? I go, I was in my car. They're like, what? Did you punch something? I, no, I was just getting into my car. My, my brittle old bones snapped, you know, or Maybe you're at the age where sometimes you go to get out of bed and all of a sudden your back just, ah, what, what happened? You can't tell anybody under 30 about that injury because they just look at you with that pity. Like they're, they should probably just put you in bed and tuck you in because if you can't, uh, if you can't just get out of bed or put your, put your socks on or flip your underwear up like you used to, um, from the 414, inflamed nerve in my foot led to a stress fracture. Oh, no, that is not That's eh, not good either. Uh, no, no more ballet for me. I'm 40. That's for the inflamed uh, inflamed nerve in the foot. Yeah, it's For me, it's all been just stupid stuff. Just really dumb little injuries. And it's not even that I'm trying... Like, I have, I have tweaked my shoulder a couple times. Like, at school... Every once in a while with, like, the fourth and fifth graders, they'll be throwing a football around. Like, oh, Mr. Dude, you want to throw the football? You want to throw? Sure. You know, I can throw a football. I never had, you know, a Jordan Love arm or anything like that. But I could, you know, I could throw a football. Uh, not long distance anymore, I found out, especially when you're not uh, throwing your football all the time and you're not uh, stretching out your arm and you're not... <laughs> 
It's like, ah. And then then it's like, oh, no. Uh, and the kid's like, are you okay? And again, uh, you shouldn't hurt yourself throwing, throwing one football. Uh, we'll get to some more of your injuries. If you want to jump in, 855-616-1620. That's the old National Bank talking text line. You're trying to do young stuff, and you hurt yourself. What happened? Let us know. It's WTMJ Nights. You're listening to WTMJ Nights. Now, more of WTMJ Nights. Kevin Hart's in a wheelchair for doing what he called young stuff. He tried to uh, beat a former NFL player, a friend of his, in a 40-yard dash, tore his abductors, uh, can't walk. He's in, uh, He's like I said, he's in a wheelchair. He said, uh, he said, uh, you got to, you know, respect that age. So the question is, how'd you get hurt trying to do young stuff or the dumbest, the dumbest injury where you just went, I really, really shouldn't have been doing this. Uh, from Peter, about 15 years ago when my kids were teens with very close birthdays, I panicked while trying to get a bunch of helium balloons for their joint party the next day safely into my large in into the large trunk of my big sedan and stupidly slammed the lid down on my head gave myself a concussion pure stupidity and er expenses oh i don't mean to laugh i could just see cuz i think most of us with kids have at one time or another tried to wrangle some of those balloons nice fun balloon bouquet into a car or the trunk and one starts to get away and i can i can see that and i can feel it happening peter that sounds awful. Uh, boy, this from the 262, this sounds right up my alley. <laughs> I got out of the shower and put my leg up on the toilet to dry my leg, blew my back out, and could barely walk for two weeks. Now, Isaac, you hear these stories, and does it uh, make you hesitant about getting older? It does. I, <laughs> I, I've always complained about feeling old at my current age, and I've had friends who are older than me, tell me that you actually feel better in your 30s, but I feel like I don't entirely believe that. Well, you're only 25, for uh, for reference. You, yeah, you're not, I don't see you uh, blowing out your back trying to dry yourself after a shower. Um, does just getting out of bed without joints popping and general muscle pain count? If you get out and nothing like that happens, you're a hero. Good for you. Matt says, not really a young person thing, but last year I sneezed and I threw up my back for a week. Oh, I I only laugh because I've been there myself. I, It's horrifying. Um, it is, uh, let's see, Caroline in Milwaukee says, took Mortimer out the back door to pee. I'm guessing that's a pet, not your, uh, not your partner. Didn't turn on the lights because there were too many mosquitoes if I did. I'd have gotten myself chewed, uh, tripped off the edge of a boot scraping mat, sprained my high ankle, midfoot, ruptured a ligament and tendon, couldn't understand why while wearing a knee-high boot for four months and couldn't work because my job was entirely standing-based. After two months I of PT, I wasn't feeling any better. Finally, had corrective surgery, found that I had also managed to get the muscle tangled into the joint. Oh, my gosh. Just for taking your dog out. Uh... He helped me, the dog helped me get back inside and call my phone to call the EMTs. Oh my God. Yeah, that's, it's just uh, getting old ain't easy. And all of a sudden, that's, uh, things just start popping and breaking and hurting yourself. All right, those, those can't be helped. Sometimes people are just dumb. 
Now, I'm not a criminal. Isaac, you know that about me. Uh, often, often charged, never convicted. But I'm not a criminal. Uh, but I would think, and uh, if you're going to commit a crime, most people try to be as indiscreet as possible. You know, you don't want to call attention to yourself, right? You want you want to be able to get in and out where you're nondescript. They go, oh, the perpetrator had on a blue hoodie. That's really all you want to do. Well, not if you're in Fairfax County, Virginia. In Fairfax County, Virginia, some of the criminals, very flamboyant. It shouldn't take police too long to find a person they are calling the bird bandit. First of all, I'm no, I, I never quite understand birds as pets. If you have a bird as a pet, don't at me. I'm just saying I don't get it. I'm not saying you shouldn't do it. But this guy not only had one bird, not two birds, but three birds. And not just birds. This guy robbed a man out, fr out in front of a McDonald's uh, with a knife. Thankfully, that person wasn't hurt. He had not only a Hawaiian shirt on, but he had two parrots on his hat and one parrot on his shoulder. I didn't know pirates were that rampant. Now, I guess because Virginia is, you know, I don't know where Fairfax County is. Maybe it's near the ocean. Maybe he was in port and decided he was going to plunder and pillage. But three parrots. What is it? Well, I know parrots are expensive. And I'm not trying to justify this guy's, uh, this guy's criminal activity. But maybe he was trying to, maybe he was stealing to take care of the birds. Have you ever seen people just walk? Usually they're at like an outdoor festival. I put, I put that guy, the guy with the birds on his shoulder walking around, the same as I do the guy who carries the big snake when he goes to, uh, to a festival. You ever seen that guy, Isaac? Usually it's like a python or something. They, they're carrying it around their neck. And I always think to myself, what a freak. Yeah. What a freak to be carrying a giant snake. One, I hate snakes. I talked about this uh, the other night. I, I hate them. But what are you doing walking around with a snake? Now, maybe I'm goofy because I have dogs, as we discussed. But... and. Do I like that my dogs tend to be happy when I come home? Sure, I have a hole in my soul that I need to have filled with the unconditional love of dog. I admit it. Um, but a giant snake that you wear like a necklace just seems weird to me. You have any? Do, do any of your fans come to your shows with snakes and parrots and ferrets and all kinds of uh, exotic animals? We have some good friends who own a couple snakes, but they've never brought them to a show. No. Are they big snakes, little snakes? I think they're like medium snakes. All right. I don't know. They got like five. I wouldn't of know them. where the I wouldn't know where the uh, the parameters are. Like to me, six foot's a big snake. Other than that, I don't know. Small, medium. Uh, have you ever asked them about it? I have not. I uh, I'm not a snake expert, and I don't really. I I just feel like I don't need to be a snake expert. Yeah, I. Boy, I, exotic pets are. Well, they're unusual to me. You know, dogs and cats, that makes sense. Um, people who have big lizard, same kind of thing. All right, I, you know, you like that animal. It just seems, uh, seems unusual to me. All right, uh, one last thing about the old, uh, the trying to do young stuff. Boys, when I was 20, I, had, I would work eight-hour shift in Eau Claire and drive four hours to Elkhorn, play in a pool tournament, and drive... Uh, 
and drive back to Eau Claire to get to work on time, no troubles. This past weekend, I drove four hours to Eau Claire for my 40th class reunion, had a couple of drinks with those old people, and fell asleep at the picnic table at the hotel. <laughs> yeah, Mike, that's that's the way it goes. All right, we got to do this. Then it's going to be news time on WTMJ. More WTMJ nights coming up. Back to WTMJ nights. On the other side of the news, it's time for At the Breweries. Right now, though, it is 7.30. It's time to go to the WTMJ WTMJ 24-hour breaking news center. Time to enunciate, Brian, when you say that Jessica Gatso is standing by. Oh, this little refrain should help me explain as a matter of fact. I like fear. Welcome to another edition of At the Breweries. Give me a keg of beer. Pull up a bar stool and get ready to join the keg conversation. A shark on whiskey is mighty risky. A shark on beer is a beer engineer. Your one-stop shop for brews in the news is on tap. Beer, more beer, and more beer. Here's At The Breweries with Brian Noonan. Thursday night on WTMJ Nights. It is time to visit the breweries, find out what's going on this weekend in beer. In Beer City, there's a lot to uh, lot to do if you are a beer connoisseur. And uh, also, we have a ver- if you're a beer lover, hang around because I have some very good news for you and for myself. Anybody who enjoys beer, hang on. But let's get started with some beer events going on in the city and surrounding areas for the weekend tomorrow. New Barron's Brewing Co-op is releasing a pair of bottled Mexican lagers and bringing in the Tacos La Fiera food truck. It happens from 5 to 9 at New Barron's Brewing Company. I love a Mexican lager, especially in this weather. Nice, light lager, crushable, as the kids like to say. Is that what the kids like to say, Isaac? Crushable? Oh, they say it to me all the time, unprompted. Wow. that's Well, maybe you're crushable, I guess. Uh, so that's one thing. Emmett James is coming to Third Space Brewing to celebrate his 10 years in music. So if you want to go to Third Space Brewing, you can hear Emmett James' 10-year big band barbecue. It's happening from 7 to 11 tomorrow night. Free entry, free barbecue, and live music. Attendees are encouraged to donate to the MPS Foundation's Classroom Support Fund. That sounds like fun. 1840 Brewing Company's Beer Garden Roadshow makes a stop at Riverside Park which is at 700 Kilbourne Avenue in West Bend. That's from 4 to 9 tomorrow. And Central Waters Brewing is handing out samples at uh, Discount Liquor in Waukesha. So all that is happening tomorrow in the beer world. Saturday, Saturday, a good day for beer. It's going to be nice and cool. Uh, Brown, Black, and Brews is happening at Pilot Project Brewing. Uh, from 1 to 4, you can try beers from Brown and Black-owned breweries from around the country. Tickets start at $50. Expect a pop-up shop, and Radio Milwaukee uh, is providing the music. So that sounds... I like these kind of... Uh, I like the fests. I like now that the brewing industry is becoming more diverse. Um, people of color are brewing. A lot of Some female-owned breweries. It's all excellent. So go out there and support that, uh, you know, the brewers. Amorphic Brewing is bringing its beverage to a pop-up beer garden in Field Park in McQuantico. 
The Dandelion Days Brew Run is a 5K that begins and ends at Veterans Memorial Park in Muskego. Runners 21 and older will have a beer waiting for them at the finish line. That is my only incentive to run if you are offering me beer. Uh, I will run an extra quarter mile if you have some pizza ready. Cost is $40 until the day of the race. Packet pickup is from 2 to 2.45. The run starts at 3 o'clock. That again at Veterans Memorial Park in Muskego, the Dandelion Days Brew Run. And a clothing swap is going on at Gathering Place Brewing from noon to 4. The event is free. Uh, it's a good idea to sign up beforehand. Check out all the details on their Eventbrite page. Let's see, another uh, Beer Garden Roadshow. They're setting up at Claude Park from 2 to 9 on Saturday. And on Sunday, Food Truck Frenzy is scheduled for the Tap Yard in West Bend. So there you go. There's your brews in the news and brew events for this weekend in Milwaukee and the surrounding suburbs. Um, I can't remember, Isaac. Are you a beer guy or not? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Have you tried anything new lately? Um... You know, when I was when I was back up in Wausau, there was we went to a local brewery and there was a beer that I tried and I cannot for the life of me remember the name of it now. It was it was a locally made one in Wausau there. Ooh, do you remember the brewery? It was Red Eye Brewing Company. Um Red Eye Brewing yeah, Company. One of my favorite restaurants since I was a kid. Turns out they make good beer too. Is that right? I love I love a good uh, a good brewery with a restaurant. Or even a good brewery with a food truck. Or a good brewery where I bring, bring my own bag of pretzels. Either way. And you know what? This is, exciting. this is good news then, Isaac, for both of us. A new study claims that drinking beer in moderation could be good for your gut and immunity. Yeah. Better than the probiotics. All right. Well, I know what I'm doing after work. That's right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to crush a few. As Again, like, oh, Clody Park. Sorry. Clody or Clody? Caroline is correcting me. Uh, I don't know. Figure it out. I'll figure it out. I'll get my I'll get my uh, park pronunciation guide. So this study, uh, the details were uh, in the latest volume of the journal Journal Frontiers in Nutrition, and highlighted how beer contains a beneficial brew of compounds and cites researchers that make the case for beer being beneficial to the gut. Ooh, goodly. That way I don't have to, I don't feel, uh, I don't feel any sense of shame by drinking it, but now if it's, if it's helping me, that's better. Researchers explained, as a long-established fermented beverage, beer is rich in many essential amino acids, vitamins, trace elements, and bioactive substances that are involved in the regulation of many human physiological functions. The polyphenols in the malt and hops of beer are also important active compounds that interact in both directions with the gut and microbiome. A lot of these, uh, a, a lot of these words I don't quite understand, but I get the gist that if you drink beer in moderation, it's going to help your uh, your stomach. Previous studies have investigated how these beer bioactives may help prevent anti or arteriosclerosis, sorry, and heart disease, improve blood circulation, support antioxidant and anti-aging effects, promote estrogen production, and reduce radiation damage. Wow. I don't think I need to worry about the last two. Isaac, I'm going to throw you in that group too. Forgive me if I'm wrong. 
I don't think you or I have suffered uh, radiation damage. Not that you know of. Well, I would hope that if I had suffered radiation damage, it would manifest itself in some sort of superpower. I'm just saying, every, I, yeah, I have a rich private life. I, I could that's be around true. radiation. All right, you're, you're correct. I, you know, that's why I kind of prefaced it where I don't want to offend. But, um, you know, I would hope that I would be able to shoot webs or, you know, do something if Ideally. I had radiation damage. Ideally. Ideal. That's that would be nice. So beer is good for you. We're gonna go with the science. I will have one after dinner or with my dinner after the show, just because. Hey, who couldn't stand to be a little healthier? I know I could. With that news, that beer is good for you in moderation. Again, everything in moderation. What other food or drink do you wish was good for you? So beer is good for you. What other food or drink do you wish was good for you? We'll talk about that a little bit. And uh, then a food that could prove dangerous to you, and you don't even know it. It could be lurking in your kitchen right now. How's that for a terrifying tease, Isaac? That's, a, that's something right out of the news, uh, the newscast, you know, TV newscast move. You scare people, and then you go, and we'll tell you what, what it is after this on WTMJ. B7. Now more of WTMJ Nights. Brian Noonan, WTMJ Nights, 855-616-1620, the old National Bank talk and text line. We were saying that beer in moderation can be good for you. Uh, it's good for your gut and your immunity, uh, better than probiotics. So I pose the question, what food or drink do you wish was good for you? We'll get to that in a minute, but uh, the mugshot of the former president is out. He is the first former president to have a mugshot uh, Donald Trump booked in Fulton County Jail, and uh, if you go online and find the mugshot, uh, to me it says, I did it and I'm going to do it again. He looks, uh, he's not hiding his anger. Would that be accurate, Isaac? The man does not look, um, like some of the others, uh, from what I've heard from legal experts, they say you try to look kind of neutral in a mugshot. Um of he course, does, that's not uh, Donald Trump's style. He does not look neutral. neutral at all. He does not look... He looks like he wants to punch the person taking the picture. Or he's he's taking a pause mid-profanity-laced tirade. Now, this is an angry man. Yeah. And he's, he's kind of... A, his head's tilted down, and he's looking up uh, with his angry eyes. And his uh, you can see the his eyebrows obviously scrunched a little because you can see those lines... Between the eyebrows that we all get if we if we uh, squish our eyes back or our eyebrows to show that we're angry, and the eyebrows are almost meeting the swoop of the hair, so it is uh, holy cow. There is <laughs> there is a but I have noticed in keeping with the uh, Republican male uniform, the president wearing a blue suit, white shirt, red tie, almost looks like a Mark Meadows. Outfit from before, Rudy Giuliani's outfit from his mugshots. Uh, yeah, so this is this is it. He is inmate number P O one one three five eight zero nine. His bail was set at twenty thousand dollars. He put up ten percent. So, or his his bail was at two hundred thousand dollars. He put up twenty thousand uh, dollars cash for his bail, and now 
Now, this is uh, how long before this is out on T-shirts? Tomorrow morning, you think, Isaac? Is it already on T-shirts somewhere? Is it on coffee mugs? Is it going to be used? I, I think what it's going to be used for is the Trump campaign is going to use it to just raise more money. I'm and say, this is the persecution. I'm fairly positive that people are already designing merchandise with this mugshot on it, both pro and anti-Trump, as we speak. Yeah, I think the uh, the pro-Trump camp is going to be out with it if as much if not more as the anti-trump uh, camp so it'll be out there but it is very strange you know uh, this whole saga we keep saying this is this is weird this is strange uh who would have ever thought that a former president would have a mugshot well but here it is to his credit it's the best dressed mugshot i've seen since i watched the barbie movie the other day Oh, oh, how was the Barbie movie? It's pretty good. Who pretty got good. arrested in the Barbie movie? Bar Barbie and Ken, both. Both of them. Oh, oh you got to watch it for him. Well, I will, I told you I'm going to watch it as soon as it comes as soon as it starts streaming, I'm going to watch it. I have no uh I I don't cast any shade at the Barbie movie. I just am not going to the theater to watch it. Even even with a reminder, Sunday is $4 movie day at 3,000 theaters across the U.S., $4 for any movie you want to see, whether it's Barbie, Oppenheimer, Blue Beetle, whatever it is you want to see. Uh, that's coming up on Sunday. I will, uh, once again, be passing on that. But I will uh, I will watch it. Did you enjoy it? I did. It, it was way better than any Barbie movie has any right to be. Now, uh, were you offended in any way? I hear, listen, I hear there's some uh, feminist plot points that some on the right have been very, very upset about. I think in order to fully enjoy the Barbie movie as a man, you got to be able to laugh at yourself. That's all I'll say. All right. And would it be helpful as a, as a man who's seen the movie, would it be helpful for me to remember that it's a movie about an imaginary doll? It would. It would. It's it's right. not real. It's not going to hurt okay. you. All right. Well, that's good advice. And I appreciate it, Isaac, because you know, sometimes we forget and we think movies are all documentaries, even when they're about a doll. Uh, some people chiming in quickly about since beer is now good for you, what other food or drink do you wish was good for you? For me, it's pizza, cookies, and tacos. Um <laughs> From the 262 Blended Whiskey, Caroline says, ice cream sundaes and banana splits. So, yeah, those, uh, City of Waukesha Water, John taking a shot at Waukesha. Very nice. I wish that more candy bars were made with dark chocolate instead of milk chocolate because the former is good for you. That from Jeff. Uh, another one for Blended Whiskey, it helps me like people I don't like. I get that. I get that as well. All right, I had teased this. We'll get to it. Uh, there is a food in your house, maybe it's in your house now, that could ca cause you great harm. What is it? Hang on, I'll tell you. It's WTMJ Nights. Don't go anywhere. More WTMJ Nights coming up. All right, a few minutes left on WTMJ Nights. Then after the 8 o'clock news, it's Brewers Weekly with Dom Catronio. Uh, I've been scaring you with this uh, story of a food that could be in your house. There is a uh, a trend of watermelons spontaneously combusting. That's right. It's it's happening all over. Um, it was reported. This story 
came uh, from Florida. A woman posted a picture of an ominous-looking watermelon that was bubbling. Um, It was foaming. Foam was coming out of it on her counter. She said, we bought the watermelon yesterday. My husband left for work around 6 o'clock in the morning. When I walked in the kitchen at 9, this is what I walked into. There was white foam coming out. This is happening all over. Watermelons are also exploding because now... Uh, according to a professor in the Food Science and Human Nutrition Department at University of Florida, um, sometimes a little bacteria gets in there, and then the, wa- the watermelon actually starts to ferment, and uh, it will start to bubble, and sometimes it will explode. So uh, here's the here's what they're saying: just uh, get your watermelon. If it's got a hole in it, or if it starts to bubble, get rid of it because it's not say not good to eat. It's not going to hurt you, but they say if the because some bacteria obviously got in there. Sometimes, in very rare cases, it could uh, some E. coli or salmonella could have gotten in there too. So it's better just to get rid of it. Uh, keep your watermelon out of the sunlight until you cut it, and then put it in the refrigerator. I go through about a watermelon a week. All right, quick one minute. The worst product idea ever. Oscar Mayer is giving away straws shaped like hot dogs. They also look exactly like hot dogs. Do I have to spell it out for you why this is a bad optic? Um, It is a silicone hot dog that is a straw. So you drink your beverage through it. Uh, Isaac, are you getting the mental picture of this? I, I I don't think you can explain it any further without getting us in a little bit of trouble. Here. I understand. So this somebody didn't think this out at Oscar Mayer, uh, but people loved it. They were gone in nine minutes on Tuesday, and then they offered them again on Wednesday. They were gone in nine minutes on Wednesday. So uh, they're they're going fast. Everybody wants to look like uh, somebody is slurping up their hot dog. So uh, you know, I guess that. Gives new meaning to Oscar Mayer Wiener. All right, that's enough of that. Thank you for listening. Thanks for being part of the show, Isaac. Thanks for playing along. Brewers Weekly comes up on the other side of the news. I'll talk to you next week. It's WTMJ.